Give me a sound level, please. Sibilant. Sibilant. That's not a sound level, Sibilant. you queer. Sibilant. <laughs> Excuse me. I've been talking. It's the holiday season, so I've been having lots of gigs and singing a lot and using my voice more than I really should have. Mm-hmm. That ah! means using your voice. That means you're giving them a hummer when you give them a blowjob <laughs> in Santee Alley. <laughs> what are you just? Yeah. Are you just telling me the battle hymn of the Republic? <laughs> my eyes have seen the glory. No, of I say coming in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. I think Santa baby. <laughs> Can we agree? That's a really slutty Christmas song. I get more offended by that than the one everybody doesn't like now that's not about sexual consent. Uh, baby, it's cold outside? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Oh, God. <laughs> thing um that song was written in the 50s i don't like it either and it probably shouldn't be brought up today but know that when it was written by it, frank lester no doubt it was not meant for it that. was not meant like that now today does it have a place probably not but, but it's also saying that to we would say, say Mary. oh that's a rapey christmas song you have to think about context and yes. and contextual then it wasn't yes yeah Hashtag no one cares. Hashtag just... me too. Um, <laughs> you know, it was interesting. Hashtag feminism. What I um I love women. I do too. Yeah, not you know having what? sex with them. Not going to bring up the conversation I had because it'll lead us down our path. And Let's that's not, not go down a path because this is TV. This tea. is TV tea time with Riverdale. And we're going to talk about Riverdale, and it is one thirty a.m. <laughs> it is because this could be. This is the only time we could meet. Only time we could meet. We're doing this a day Woo. late. We are doing this you guys, a day late. You guys, this is the mid-season finale, which is obviously a thing in television nowadays. You know what? Why does this have to be a thing now? <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I agree. That. I'm so over you know, mid-season finale. You know what? Call everything something. Just say we're going on a break. Because it's Christmas and no, and everyone's traveling but, and no one, wants, no one wants to work. You know what's happened is now everybody everybody calls out every episode as being such an, an important event that now, remember in our day. I'm just tired of it Remember all. in our day when they came on, when someone, a cast member came on before and said, this is a very special episode of Growing Yes. Pain. That didn't happen a lot and it did, it meant something. And when Conrad Bain came on Different Strokes and said, this is a very special episode of Different Strokes, and the bike guy tried to molest Arnold. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. That episode scared me. He's like, wait, what are those cartoon characters doing to each other? That's not like normal cartoons. I remember asking my mother, what does that mean? And she told me, I don't know. And she did. <laughs> she knew what it was. She just didn't know how to tell me. So she, so she totally went against the whole purpose yeah, of the episode. Yeah, she missed the chance to explain <laughs> about someone touching me. Which, that makes sense, because I was probably touched in a bathroom later. I just blocked it out. Probably. You know what? I always thought I was molested. My mother was terrified of it. I was an adorable child. If I was, I'd kind of feel upset if I wasn't molested. That I wasn't cute enough. Is that weird? 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Think about it. My mother made me watch this thing when I was young. It was Winnie the Pooh called Too Smart for Strangers. I and the sh- don't touch me <laughs> in the baby too suit area. Smart for strangers. Don't touch me in the baby suit area. They yep, say that. That's yes. me, Winnie the Pooh. Your mother was afraid of you getting molested. She was. Me and my brother. My mother just told them to kick me and kick them in the balls if they come near you. We even had a safe word like that we would say if we were with wow. somebody and we were uncomfortable. You know why? She was divorced, so she was. No, no, no. This is when my parents were together. Oh. This is all like when I was five years old. That was our word. I was supposed really to, if someone if I was around someone, and this is a good thing if you're out there and you're. Where a parent, are we going with this? <laughs> you, we're, we're getting educational. You should give your child a safe word, and it's a word that they can say when they're around other adults, and that means that mom and dad need to get them out of that, or their guardian needs to get them out of that situation, and then you'll explain That's later. That's a different use for safe word than I'm used to. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, ow, that whip hurts, usually. Well, our word was purple moon, and that's what we were supposed to say. It needs to be a word that's not common. No one would ever say that. I know, but if I said to my mom, I said, hey, mom, purple moon, she would know, okay, Matt, we've got to go. I think I might use purple moon for my next safe word. So it doesn't happen. That's probably what they'll call your asshole (laughs) after you've been in a sling for three hours. This is a public service message. Purple move. Purple move. I am not a sex fiend. It's just a part that I play on this podcast. Yeah. uh (laughs) Yeah. uh Okay. Let's talk about this episode because talk about this. Here's the here's the thing. Uh, By the way, you hear me talking really high and like a clown. Um, I'm trying to keep my voice up because I still have to do a lot of gigging before the Christmas season. I'm singing a lot, and it's part of my job. So. And I've been uh, so so. If I talk higher, it helps. Um. Anyway, all right, go ahead. So I want to jump right in by saying this episode was called Silent Night, Deadly Night. And if you and let's just do this. I am going (laughs) to just to say there's going to be a lot of spoilers. If you have not, we find out who the Black Hood is. If, if you, you haven't watched the episode, yes, this won't be posted until Friday. If you haven't watched the episode, it's your fucking fault. You know what? Agree. Continue. Okay. Thank you. I'm glad I won you over with that. You did. Um, so Silent Night, Deadly Night is the name of a horror movie where an escaped mental patient who dresses up as Santa mm-hmm. and kills people and says, punish, and like destroys mostly women. So it's misogynistic. Um, I want it to be known that my mother... Rented it for my brother. No, my friend Andy Stevens and I in Andy Stevens in came out junior in high, eighty four. Everybody and we watched it, and my mother watched it with us, and and just went all the way around the house. Punish, punish. Your mother did. My mother loves violent movies. One of my mom's favorite movies is Terminator Two. She loves violence. Wow. They it's made disturbing. A, they made a second one in uh, nineteen eighty seven. About the adult kid. Because they didn't have enough to tell. I guess they didn't Anyway. Have, there's another uh, movie called The Prowler that's just weird. So, Silent Light, Deadly Night. Um, this episode gets... Um, this episode kind of gets like a three on the gay scale. It's kind of mm. three, three out of five. Well, Moose is back. We're excited about that. But no, and Cody, <laughs> Kersley, y'all would have to send him a message on Instagram. Remember his lawyer told you not to contact Uh-oh. him anymore. <laughs> Fine, he de- might have blocked me. Someone tell him that I'm glad he's back, please. You know? Don't mention his name, though. You'll get blocked, too. Just say, 
Just say a friend at the grocery store. Stop sending me pictures. In the cucumber aisle. Um, oh, Lord. Um, so my first teabag about this episode you is- You have a show on your TiVo called All In with Chris Hayes. That sounds like a sexual it comment. It is such a good show. Chris Hayes is right before Rachel Maddow. I know who he is, but it sounds like it's all in. All in? Like, you want to put it all in? Hey, you want it all in? You want it? You want it all? Please. I just got really dirty. That's not your sex voice. (laughs) Why would I talk like that? uh, It sounds like a a character from. Hey, hey, you want it all in? (gasps) (laughs) Wow. I'm going to go on. Why am I punchy? What's your first Um, D bag? First of all. Mrs. Blossom, Cheryl's mom, comes and says, we don't have any money. And she's like, what is this? She's like, it's going to be a hard candy Christmas. And you know what that made us think of. <laughs> going to be a hard, hard candy, candy Christmas. Christmas. If, you, if you don't know Best Little Horror House in Texas, you need to find It's on YouTube. It's okay. You need to it watch okay, it. It's okay, but you still need to know it. It's a great musical. There's some great songs. a long songs. time since I've seen it. There, no, there's some great songs. It's not a great musical. There's the some stories, great stories, but there's some great songs. Yeah. Great numbers. Yeah. Dolly Parton sings Hurricane Christmas, which means- We, we thought about <laughs> doing Best Little Whorehouse <laughs> in Texas, but it's just too, too on the on nose. The <laughs> too on the nose. And yeah, or more like the best little horrors in Texas. Yeah. Tell them what Hard Candy Christmas means. That means you don't have any money. So all you can do is, I guess, eat hard candy, which is cheap? I don't know if that's it. All I know is my mother complained about the price of- Christmas candy every year, but that's more about her than me, though, I think. Wow. Can you find out what the meaning of Hard Candy Christmas is? I am. I'm seeing. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about my next one, or maybe you should. What? Oh, well, I'll do my next one first. Can I talk about... <sighs> Pops is not a good actor. <laughs> I think it's and just I... Pop, because Pops is the restaurant. I really have Like, a... he owns it. In other words, it belongs to Pops, so it's Pops. Well, pop is the guy. Well, I pop, pop. I have a prop. Could I you mean, pop, could you sibilant more with that? Pop. Even, all all his pop. line was this episode was, "Hey Archie, <laughs> hey FP." It was so robotic. Like, is there a re? I need it's to not know. even robotic. Pop is acting up a storm. He's trying his best for some type of uh, background Emmy. Can somebody tell me? If that hopefully that man is famous or is he like related to someone? How I think he, he on was cast show? on his appearance. I mean, but he there, looks like a black man who owns so a diner. There are so many other black actors, actors that are good color. I agree. Forrest Whitaker. Okay, Forrest Whitaker Glover. would never do. Donald Mark, Glover has his own show. He's young, but they could put him in makeup. Maybe I like him. Maybe they he's just went through actor. all the black actors and none of them want to do it. Morgan Freeman. Robert Freeman would not do that. He's James got commercials. Jones. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones would be great. You know what? Tay Diggs. He could be good for Uncle Phil you know for the French Prince of Bel Air. Yes. Louis Gossett he's not Jr. Doing, I think he's dead. Is he dead? Let's look. No, he's still alive. He's 81. 81, 81 he's years old. He's past the age of acting. He's too he's too old for this shit, like Danny Glover said. He is too old for this or shit. Or you could cast a woman in it. Yeah. A woman could be pop. Ben Vereen. 
I was going the female direction. Okay, this is a fruitless endeavor. I'm just saying, Pops is not a pop. Pop, is thank not a you. Good actor. He's not. It's he, really bothering said, me. I looked in the face of evil. Like he was like that telling was a story too, like Uncle Ramus. That was too. He said, "I looked. It was bad. I looked into the face of evil. It was bad. I don't he's know. A, I he's a community theater actor. I couldn't figure out what hard candy Christmas leaves. That means tweet us at Jake it or fake it. I think or it's that you're Matt poor. Bar. No, I know it means you're poor, but I want to know where does like, it come from. Like you can't, doesn't have a pot to. At piss the end in. of the day, I don't really care. <laughs> That's true. Um, I want to talk about my next one. Yeah. That is Nana Rose, my spirit animal, is back. She, I'm gonna, you're, you're clipping because you're getting gay. I got excited. Nana Rose is your spirit animal. You need that <laughs> wig. You need a white wig with just with a, a red streak. a little streak. bit of red streak. You used to have so, a wig. Nana Rose, Nana Rose with her weird cloudy cataract eye and her wheelchair is back. Mm-hmm. And we all know how I lost my mind when she first came on it's the scene. It's true. She delivered a lot of information in the previous show, and she's here to do that as well. She, she is, is the bringer of exposition. It's so. true. I also like how she's pretty evil. And so we see that this is just... We don't know, though. I no. Don't, I don't think Nana Rose is evil. Um, she's playing the hand she's dealt. I'm just saying... She's I in a wheelchair. Foreshadows. Um, all I know is... Nana Rose delivered a line that once that my grandmother once delivered, and she delivered it to my mother when my mother, my mother's dog had puppies, mm -hmm. and Nana this Rose said, Nana <laughs> "This is not all, in well. all of all stories associated." I mean, <laughs> oh God, and you get Nana Rose, and now you're talking about so, puppies. Nana, no, and and my. And my mom was complaining. My dog had eight puppies. Is this your grandma Larue? Yes, my grandmother Larue, and uh, and Larue's just looked at. She's like, "How are you going to provide for all those? You should have drowned some of them." And this is this was like 1998. <laughs> my parents could provide for eight puppies. That was Depression era. That is that's almost era thought. Just as sad, almost as sad as when. Uh, your father killed your mother's dogs. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> I guess you will talk about that. He did do that. That was with he didn't, he didn't do it intentionally. No. If you if you need to write in and, and wonder about my home life after that, that my this, it's a long story. My father was trying to kill some pests that were out there, and he inadvertently left some poison out and killed the dogs, dogs and died. But honestly, I will have to say this. My brother and all of his kids did not like the dogs, and I didn't like them either because they were too excitable. And what they kind were, of dogs they didn't, were they? They didn't mind well. They were Boykin Spaniels. They didn't mind well, and they I didn't like them. Well, then that's your parents' fault. They should have taught but them. But my mother loved them. So, And would your mother get another dog or out of spite? No, or? I think it's just out of spite. She's going to be unhappy all her life. <laughs> Just to remind you, yes, head. that's how we do it in the South. That is how we do it in anyway, the South. Anyway, um, Gram Grandma Rose said, uh, "You should have just drowned them in the bath, like a basket of kittens." She's talking about the kids, and yet she was actually talking about her grandchildren. Thank you, spirit animal. But she's not evil. I don't think she is. She just okay. says things like that. All right. Well, that's that's all I have to say about Re Mama Rose or Nana Rose. All right. Well, speaking of how you do things in the South. I love that this is might not have noticed him, but I love that Hiram Lodge is buying Hermione 
a Glamourge. Glamourge egg, not a Fabergé egg. Yeah, a Glamourge. And yes, also a, a Fab- Spiffany's box. A Spiffany's box. I want to talk to you a story about some eggs. Oh, no. I remember for my senior trip. Okay, there's no reason to tell this. No, we went You're to— just, Now we're just sharing. No. <laughs> That's not how we do no, this show. We went to Branson, Missouri. This Does this relate to the show? Yeah, it does. How? Uh, you're going to get to it. So, we went to go see <sighs> Dino, the pianist. Stop! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how is this— You went to her school? Uh, my senior trip. My senior your trip. Your senior trip senior was to Branson? To Branson, Missouri. <laughs> yeah. I am speechless right now. And so, we, what? What was that? What? Who decided this? My friend wanted to go, and that's where we went. No, you go as a class. We went on a cruise. I'll tell you more about that off the air. Okay. But anyway, so we went to Branson, and that's when you drank. You drank on your senior trip. No, we didn't do that. And so I went and saw. We went and saw Dino. And if you don't know who Dino is. He's basically like Google it. He's like a what? He's like a he's Liberace like, hat. He's like Liberace, but for Christians. And he owns Liberace's piano, actually. And it was a very Christian show. He's a show. huge fact, fag. Christ came down in the middle of the show. I'm not kidding. They had a live man You're on. Flipping. A, they had a live man on a cross, on, literally a, an alive man who came down on the cross dressed as Jesus and waved at everybody. <laughs> that's how the show ended. I hear that's how Jesus actually did when he was it's crucified true. but i'll never forget it was only sitting it was there, only kind we were the only younger everybody else had purple hair in the I'm entire sure. and we're sitting there and can't dino, you went to branson and dino was talking about how he was <clears> telling <throat> he has a sequin piano that used to be liberace's piano he bought one and he said this and used, they know he was a huge gay yeah and he's like but they're all like oh oh yeah this is so and like he died of aids i know and so the sequin piano's there, and Liberace says, "This is with like ten thousand. Yeah, Dino says, "This is ten thousand sequins that Liberace had put on here." And I'll never forget this woman who looked like Mama Rose, or not, not, not <laughs> Mama Rose, Nana Rose, but with purple hair. She turned and she said, "Harold, I wish I could take a piece of that and put it in my egg." <laughs> <laughs> We're going to edit this part out of us just laughing and cackling. And that's how it relates to the show. It barely relates, but I'm glad you told that story because that's absurd. What, why did you go to Branson? I can't get past that. Um, my next one is I want to talk about Tony Topaz. Oh, Tony who has Topaz. completely become a background player at this point. Probably um, as she should. And she has, she's got that, that hair that some women do where it's like little little ponytails all over that kind of looks like a dog. Yes. What is, what dogs do that? You know, um, like little terriers or oh, little, uh, little King Charles Spaniels. Yeah, yes. And they have, and she looked like a dog. If you know what dog that is, tweet us at the Matt Mar or Jake it or fake it. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what dog that is. Because I can't do any research. Yeah, God forbid. God forbid we actually Google that would something. That too much energy. Um, and I, I think Tony Topaz needs to be hit by a bullet. She has served her purpose. I'm over her. She's a red herring at this point. Speaking of red herring, we're going to get to that by the end of the episode. Okay. 
We're going to reveal who the Black Hood was, by the way. um, What's your next one? Boring. Um, My next one is we had one of our listeners, Christina, tweet us. I saw this. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Christina Rao. Christina Rao. She's a poet, actually. Um, (gasps) Christina, you know. She's Susan Van Houston's friend. I didn't know that. Yeah, friend of New York. She was on my podcast. Yeah, I have episodes. How don't I know so many things? Because um, you don't pay attention to other people's <laughs> lives really a lot. You know, unless, that's not true. I have a very full life, but I love to find out about others. If if it's politics or someone who's hot. Or someone who is a poet. I'll pay attention. Christina, I want to know more about you. She Let's has, talk. She has a book called, um, it's, I'm going to say it wrong, Not Discovering the Astronauts. It is called. Hold on. Oh, you're googling. Oh my god, I'm just gonna start talking. Um, this was a too much exposition episode. If you know the musical You're in Town, there's a number, a whole number called Too Much Exposition. This is one of those episodes. Um, anyway, I want to get to near the end when they're talking about. Um, I have to look it up later. When they're, uh, so anyway, t- t- spoiler alert. They find the Black Hood. They do find the Black uh, Hood. And then they have the, they think the Black Hood's been oh, buried alive. Yes. Oh, we'll talk about Christina Points. Like, um, i talking about Black Hood. And then um, uh, Archie has to get in the coffin. Mm-hmm. And you know what I thought? What? I think the worst thing about buried alive, besides the part about being buried alive and not being able to breathe, mm-hmm. is the dirt that would be falling in from you. The oh yeah, that would be horrible. <laughs> Just like felt like dirt hitting you in the face. There's something that really triggers me about dirt, wow. like just hitting you in the face. Because wow. I don't like, you know, I don't like to be dirty, and I like to be able to wash my hands right after I get into dirt. I can't believe <laughs> he almost died, and you're talking about semen being shot on your face. No, I'm not talking about semen. I'm talking about dirt. Semen's a whole other thing. Semen's liquid. But I'm saying if someone was throwing a spade full of dirt onto that and it, like hitting and making a really loud sound and like dust from the dirt falling into my, you know, because in between the coffin, it would hit your face. I would hate that. Yeah. I think that'd be the worst part of being buried a lot. Either that or the claustrophobia. Oh, me claustrophobia. <clears throat> but I think by that point, I think I'd be bothered more by the dirt hitting me in the face. That's why I'm going to be uh, cremated. Just in case I oh, wake me up. Too. Me too. Just I in need case to be, I wake up, I need to be gone. They need to check if I'm dead because knowing me, I'll probably rise. <laughs> you know what? Probably. <laughs> just sheer will. Um, <laughs> I just. Oh! <laughs> you just spilled so much of your drink <laughs> all over your crotch. <laughs> your crotch is so wet. You look like when we go to that Latin I'm bar. So wet. That Latin right bar, now. Cobra. I'm so wet right now. All right, wow. let's just you talk. Okay, let's go back to our tweet from Christina M. Rao, poet, author. Christina M. You can go to Christina M. Rao. Christina M. Rao. R-A-U dot com. Books, I was wrong. And I even bought it. I haven't read it yet because I haven't had time, but I did buy No, I bought <laughs> it just what? like two weeks Christina, ago. It's called all, Liberating the Astronauts. Can we all fight back about the phrase, I didn't have time? And because pe- people don't have to make excuses. Wow. You don't have to say I haven't read it yet. It's she's pretty. pretty. She is very Christina, pretty. Christina, you're pretty. She's pretty. She's very got smart. a nice smile. You would like her. Liberating the astronauts. So Christina like Rao the, the phrase the phrase really rolls off the tongue. She tweeted us 
Veronica's portrait totally looks like Wednesday Adams instead it of Veronica. It does. And it's creepy. You nailed it. But it looks like a bad Wednesday. Come on. that's a, I really feel like that's a miss for this show because the art direction's so good. Yeah, it looks like it. Wednesday Adams done by, like, Chagall. It's true. What I do like, though, is this scene where— Google Chagall if you don't know who he is. Where Veronica's finding out about Pop's restaurant being owned by her parents, but— <laughs> I do love this ballsy. Like, I love in her Veronica, face, Veronica reading her parents. Yes. yes. First of all, she's also. We already know the parents are. She's parenting her parents. You personified child. Look it up. There's a Thank lot you. of things to Google on this episode already. There are. There's a lot to learn. Lots to learn. Um. Yeah. I was. She was. She was giving when like Daddy's little girl is over. I was like, yeah. Anyway. I. I also want to talk about um smells like vodka in here now. <laughs> smells like a Russian bathhouse. <laughs> or disinfectant. Hello, Jane. <laughs> Did you bring this thing this time? <laughs> That's the worst Russian accent I've ever I, actually you know what? Your Russian accent is better than most of your other accidents. Accents, not accidents. Dasvidonia. Poodle. Poodle. We need to do a Russian character. Um, oh, yeah. I want to talk about hip versions of Christmas songs. Like the God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen hip version, hipster version, mm. that played over the credits that made me want to throw myself out a window <sighs> and drink bleach. Everybody's a good singer on this show. Kevin and uh, <clears throat> Josie were singing. Where'd that come was from? Was that singing? That wasn't them, though. I think it was. Well, it was very auto-tuned. Now Kevin can sing? Well, he's gay. <laughs> I kind of think all gay people I can sing. All gay people can sing. You know who can't sing? Roddy can't sing. You know, it's his birthday tomorrow. <laughs> it is. I need to call Our friend him. Roddy. He won't listen to this. Can't sing. He won't listen to this. Because he's... That... That power bottom is chasing some top right now. <laughs> I'm telling you that I've never met a man who falls in all love over with the a, tri-state oh area. Oh Lord, Lord, he gets a piece of that dick and he'll marry he it. He falls. He's so sensitive. He's sweet. He's got though. a good heart. Oh, he's cute too. He loves dick though. I dick mean, lover. Sue. <laughs> dick pig. Dick pig. Come here. You poor neighbors. In Pumpkin Town, where near where I live. And where in Pumpkin Town? In Pumpkin Town, which is about 15 minutes from where I live, they have a pumpkin <laughs> festival. <laughs> they have a pumpkin festival, <laughs> and they catch a grease pig, <laughs> and they do scream suey. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I used to clog at it. <laughs> wow. Anyway, wow. that's all I've got. I have. Oh, also, we we found out who the Black Hood was. Spoiler alert: it was the janitor, which we thought it was. Okay, P.S. that we introduced only two episodes ago. Who remembers? Who's a loyal viewer? Who remembers what I've said about the Black Hood thing? You loved that storyline. <laughs> you thought it was so great, and you knew that it would end really big and and rewarding. <laughs> I. I predicted it would be garbage, and it was garbage. I predicted it to be garbage from day one. And well, and it says we're not over yet. I mean, because first of all, I didn't it's, think it was him because the eyes. It didn't may match. pay off, but it's not going to work. You know what? I hope 
Riverdale proves this wrong. I didn't think they were gonna. They knew if they were gonna get a season two when they filmed that. I I hope. I just I hope. I want it to be good. Be like Veronica Mars when you find out who killed Lily Kane. That was good. That was amazing. That was If good. you have not watched Veronica Mars. A long time ago. We, we used to, to be friends. friends. Let's end it with that. But I know we're still not ago. done. We're not? I got one more teabag. God damn. Oh, I got two I and feel a like half. I've been here for three years. I got one and a half. First of all. <clears throat> we're already at 80 minutes. <sighs> 28 minutes. Jughead. Being bad and like cutting off Penny Penny Poodles, whatever her name is, Pea Water, Penny Peabody, cutting off her snake. Jughead was hot. That was sexy a little bit. I feel like Jughead. I keep watching him and I'm like, there's a little bit in you that's like Native American or something that's like, yeah, yeah, that's like not all like white and kind of dangerous. I know. I love it. Me too. Um, what does that say about me? About uh, well, if you if this was the 19 19- 82, you would say he's exotic, probably, yeah. which would be offensive. Um, yeah. This well, is all I want to say. I miss the 80s. Black Hood has been rushed. Another thing that's been rushed and I think forced and feels gross is Betty and Archie. I'm going to say something controversial. That I know I, I know I said this before, but I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it when they kissed. I, I didn't. It just feels so... I agree. I Let's know it feels forced, but I kind of liked it. I do, don't mind <clears> if that we would have gotten a little bit more. I, I do feel that they didn't know it's, how to wrap this it's up. Back to and the they comics. just like wrapped it up in like two and a half episodes. But it's back to the comics. They There's always a love triangle there. I agree, but come on. <clears throat> make it a little more believable. Because honestly, well, the they haven't they, they haven't referenced it in a while. They haven't. They have, uh, Betty's been so happy with Jughead. I know. They haven't. But still, <clears throat> Betty is too smart for Archie. He's just so dumb on this show. Well, I think they need to give Archie something more to do. Archie right now is just reacting to what everyone else is doing. I know, just, he's been doing that the entire season. Well, he's we don't mind watching series. him. We don't mind watching him shirtless. <clears throat> now, I will uh, I will say something. He's up. just closed his computer, everybody, so he's winding up. So, but I will we were talking about this earlier. We're not necessarily the biggest fan of Jimmy Fallon. However, you Google his uh, Riverdale peanuts. parody. It, it's the Peanuts. It's funny. Set in Riverdale, and he's Charlie Brown. It's really funny. <clears throat> it's funny. Um, the guy that plays Pigpen, it's great. It's very funny. Well, that's his announcer. Yeah. Um, all right. Well. That's the show. That's the show. We're not going to have another Riverdale. Oh, until, in 20, until 2018. So are we doing a show? Next? We should. You um, know what? I'm, we, I'm I make no next, promises. I'm here next week. So we're going, we should do a little bit of a, just a check-in. We're going to do a check-in show where we reveal secrets about ourselves. All right. Well, I'm doing another <laughs> podcast next Wednesday. Are we fucking scheduling on the fucking podcast currently? Well, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know You're we such were... an asshole. No, I'm just saying. Well, I'm doing an pass. What would you be free? <laughs> we don't say when we're going to do it on the air, you idiot. Do you see what I have to deal with, people? This is an unscripted moment because it's ridiculous. With that, I'm going to sign off. This is the TBT time. I'm Poodle, and the one screaming is Maddie.
Leave us a review on iTunes if you would. Get it on Stitcher or Podcast Net or whatever the fuck it is or iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review. And if you want to follow him, it's like pigbottom.net. And if you want to follow me, it's Jake it or fake it. Sometime, y'all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>